You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slap It Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top. What up, what up, Real Coach JB here, man, right back at you at another Slapdick Podcast, man, starting the week off, I ended it yesterday on the Sunday, um... Today I'm starting new week, and hopefully uh, you guys enjoy it. But look, I was going to call this show Mud Ducks, but I'm going to define what a fucking mud duck is, my own definition. But the title of this show is, Well, What Do You Know? That's the title of this show, and I'm going to tell you why that is. But first, let me get to the quote of the day, man, get you guys going. Hopefully this will get you going tomorrow if you guys on the East Coast are already uh past bedtime either write something worth reading or do something worth writing about look man as you guys well let me get into all that but that's the quote of the day either write something worth reading or do something worth writing about too much irresponsible reporting too too much and they're getting away with fucking murder nowadays nobody's holding them to the fire calling them out and it's disturbing the fuck out of me. But we're going to get into all that. First, let me pay the bills. Believe and Bet Online are sponsors of the Slapdick Podcast. Bet Online is the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Six games tonight, NBA. Check it out. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. I got two slapdick bullies in the house. You hear them barking in the background. One puppy sold. The other one is the big boy I call Doughboy. He just fits that name perfect. From Ice Cube to Boys in the Hood to just how he looks. Short, fat, big. And uh, these fucks are in here barking. I apologize. But get through it because this is a hood podcast in the home of my office in my own home, I should have said. Um, but it is what it is, right? <clears throat> Still the best fucking realest podcast out there. Don't get it twisted. So I'm start. I'm going to go on tour here shortly on a nationwide speaking and coaching tour called The Rebuild. And motivational speaking uh, tour along with Coaches Clinic. I'm going to talk to entrepreneurs, CEOs, COOs, business women and gentlemen and men. Of all kinds, shapes, and sizes. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. I'll coach them all. So make sure, if you guys want to book me out there listening, I'm coming to a city near you starting June 6th. CoachJB12 at gmail.com. Email me for details. And uh, I'll talk about everything from academics, how to be the CEO of yourself. It's an all-inclusive, in-depth philosophy, program building, business building, how to sell, how to pitch, everything. Discipline, structure, planning, coaches, strength, conditioning, staff building, manuals, calendars, how to win, what's important now for all the aforementioned people. Businessmen, coaches, car salesmen, don't matter. I'm coming to talk to all of you. 
I've already been booked about nine times, and I'm excited to go all over and get this done. I started it a year and a half ago, and the pandemic hit, and it kind of shut it down. So I'm going to try to get it going again and see how it comes out. Um, so either write something worth reading or do something worth writing about. Look, obviously, I wrote a best-selling book, so I wrote something worth reading. And others write about me, so I did something worth having me been written about, right? More than most people can say. Not to boast, I'm just simply stating facts. But I gotta be honest, you know, there's too much irresponsible fucking reporters out here reporting whether it's fake news or whatever you want to call it. And I'm not here talking about fucking Democrat and Republican and Fox and CNN and all this bullshit. I can give a fuck about all that. I just know when USA Today writes fucking bullshit articles about me and Sports Illustrated writes bullshit articles about me and Michael Jordan and fucking all these people when they don't even talk to us. It's because of all this freedom of press act rights and all this fucking freedoms they get where it's so hard to sue these fucks that they're starting to get out of control and the general population looks at the paper or the news or social media news and they see the picture that the guy wrote they don't read the fucking fine ink print on the bottom that says this was not the truth or i didn't get this from anybody or they don't read that but they see your picture um, of, for instance, me walking, a big old picture of me yelling at a bunch of kids, and it's just a, uh, it's like a pirate ship, and I'm walking on the, uh, on the plank, and all these kids are in the water. Like, that's the narrative. <laughs> when in theory, I got both hands out, butt naked, because I gave them all my clothes off my back, and I'm preaching to them to do right, in my own way, right? Right. So, but others that don't know me obviously judge me, and that's what the world we live in because of the media narrative. But, you know, we got all these fucking... It's funny to me that I get charged with eight felonies. I did not even know I had eight felonies charged. The day it happened, I went on Instagram Live once I found out via Facebook message... Okay, so that tells you right there what horse shit ass fucking deal this was, right? So via Facebook, I'm getting blown up by my management, agent, lawyer, certain friends. Hey, dog, what the fuck is this? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm moving in my new home in California. Why don't why didn't nobody? Why didn't anyone come to me for the two months after I resigned in independence to tell me that I had eight felonies charged? Why no cops arrested me? Why nobody did anything? Why no one came to me? Why is that? It's funny, right? But then you want to put out a fucking message on social media that you've charged me with eight felonies after I left town. Now, how ironic is that? So you guys know. Movements have narratives. They tell stories. Because they're not just about rearranging fucking politics and economics. They're about tearing 
the rearranging the meaning of what's behind the truth. They're not just about redistributing the goods. They're about figuring out what is good. And that's sometimes become lies. They create lies to sell their paper so they act like they're good. They want to feel that they're the best fucking media out there when they're really lying. And it's crazy how it continues to go and it gets pushed by certain folks. And I guess my point is, the day I got charged, it made national news. I was on ESPN. I was on Fox. I was on every tabloid from USA Today to Sports Illustrated to all these fucking bloggers and vloggers and every fucking other auger. And I beat the motherfucker like I always have because I persevere and I've been through worse. And you know where it's been since I beat the shit? My social media post, which was a fucking release statement from my people and myself that stated we beat the shit. It's funny how it wasn't on ESPN, Fox, none of that. It's ironic that it was on Football Scoop, but that was pushed so you know the truth. But the truth of the matter is when when I got charged these things, a friend I thought was a friend at the time works for Football Scoop called me and I told him, I said, listen, man, this just hit me as well. I don't know. I can't make comment. He wrote on Football Scoop that I told him I didn't do it and I wrote no comment. But then proceeded to bash me ever since, which is crazy. So it's funny how people work and how things get misconstrued and misdealt in so many bad ways. It's unbelievable. And I just under, I just can't understand it. And it's funny. And we had a black gentleman who was killed by lethal injection after being falsely accused of murder. And it just comes out that it just came out that (laughs) this man's DNA wasn't the person, was not the fucking person they thought it was. (laughs) So go figure. How irresponsible is that? But we do the same thing in the media. And guess what? I haven't seen that story being pushed by anybody in the media. Have you guys? Have you guys been have you guys heard about the black man that was accused of murder? They killed him by lethal injection and came out the other day that the FBI found out that the DNA did not match and that it was not him. Well, too fucking late now, right? You killed a dude. It's, it's something to tell, you know, charge me with eight felonies and it's all bullshit and I have to go through the, the, the shit I went through, right? Which is tough. It's, it's hard and shit. I had to make ends meet without anyone allowing me to work and I probably lost a couple hundred thousand dollars easy plus some job opportunities 
But I didn't go crying bitch. You didn't hear me in the media. And it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah, I was worried at times. Shit, I could have lost my home, my cars, you name it. I could have all kind of shit. Had to still fend for family members, friends. I had to help. I got fucking dogs I got to feed myself. My daughter came back in my life at the time. Like, I spent too much money on her right away. Like, that shit is real life problems, right? But they're first world problems. They're not third world problems. We got, we had a man get get a lethal injection death by a irresponsible judicial system. When just a few years, if they waited a few years, the DNA shows it was not him. Bad enough, you were already in jail, but now you killed the man. It's funny who we pick and choose to kill in jail. Like we don't <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. Never got lethal, you know, how long did he live before? Like, how fucking long was he allowed to stay alive? How how many, Manson, how long was he allowed to stay alive? Like, this shit blows my mind. But again, it's narratives being pushed. So, everybody breaks story, I got eight felonies. Nobody says anything that I'm innocent, that I beat this motherfucker. It's funny how that works. It's funny how a black man gets killed by lethal injection and come to find out it wasn't even him and there's no, no media push. No media push about it at all. An Olathe North High School coach, baseball coach, who's in Kansas City area, if anyone knows that area, out, right, right south of Kansas City, he was fired. For calling his own players the N-word. Now, where is this news? Because I sure took a lot of heat for saying the fucking H-word. Even when it was out of context and a fucking lie. But it's funny how shit gets out there. My charges make national news. Them same charges being dropped made my social media page. Ironic? Coincidence? I, I don't know. Think about how many wrongful accused there are. And innocent men... Women dead is just unbelievable to me. I haven't heard shit nationally about it. But I see a tiger not being shot by the police making national news. You know, my boy Michael Rapport puts it out there. Fucking Rex Chapman, all these big Twitter people. They put that shit out there. Yeah, it's fun and games. But a black dude got killed by lethal injection and found out he was innocent the other day. And no news has been made of it at all. Irresponsible reporting. The narrative's being pushed the way we want them. It's funny, a Kansas person in Kansas, and if you look at this motherfucking mud duck, I'm going to talk to you about what mud ducks are here shortly. Looks like a fucking, looks like a racist. Now, I'm the first person to not judge you by his book, you know, judge a book by its cover. Let me tell you. But mud ducks are you know, we used to be at the club, all the boys looking at the women. We call them mud ducks. We had women friends calling our boys mud ducks. We grew up with cats we used to call dog spit, fucking cow cum. You name it, we've called them. So it's not a sexist thing. We're calling everybody mud ducks. They're an ugly motherfucker, all right? 
It looks like a fucking duck just came out the mud. Just put it together. So, mud ducks are being hired every day. I'm taking the physical look out of this thing, okay? As far as sex appeal goes. We're not talking about dating nobody here. We're not talking about an 8 or a 9 or a 5 or a 4. We're not doing that. Just stay with me here. Mud ducks are coaching our youth. They are fucking out there everywhere. High school, youth, Pop Warner, college, NFL. There's mud ducks everywhere. And I'm gonna, that's the topic of this show. And I'm going to get into it pretty depth here and great in, in some depth here. But before I say that, though, I've been talking to you people about it's a who you know life we live or who knows you life we live. It's not what we know. Tim Tebow got signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars tonight, today. As a tight fucking end. As a tight end, okay? It's a slap in about six people I know who keep getting cut in the NFL, CFL, etc. That play the position and play tight end in the college, high school, their entire NFL career or professional career. I, you know, and, and, and that's, a, that's a you problem. I get it. But it is also, it's a who you know, not what you know profession and life. Pretty much life. Um. But you can't sit here and tell me that there's not a better fucking person that actually plays the position of tight end out there over a dude who could not barely play in the NFL at quarterback, who has not played in nine seasons. His last snap, I believe, was in 2012. And you sign him as a tight end in the National Fucking Football League. <laughs> so I posted on Twitter earlier to listen to this show, and, and I talked about it, and I got people saying, well, Coach, there's no bad in having a good person and a good dude. Remember, perception's reality. How do you know he's a good dude? You know him? Because I got people I know that tell you otherwise. But that's just that's a whole other story. I'm not going to get into it. But what I will say is, this isn't high school. This isn't youth. It's not college. We don't sing a fight song. We don't answer the booster clubs. We answer the billion dollar owners. And nice guys in the NFL get you fired. Even the other, after the 53 man rosters made, even nice guys on your practice squad will get you fired. Because if number 53 goes down, 54 needs to come in off that practice squad. And if it's Tim Tebow's nice guys, quote unquote, that you think he's so nice, you're getting fired. Tim Tebow. So the guy said, well, nice guys and good work ethic can never hurt you. High school and college, I agree. NFL, it'll absolutely fire you. This ain't a fucking pat you on the back, feel good story. The NFL don't give a fuck. Not for long. NFL, not for long. Nice guys get you beat. Nice guys get you fired in this profession. It's not college. It's not high school. Okay? 
who rah rah shit is not going to be. They're not going to listen to Tim Tebow going in there with mud on his face, crying, telling him a motivational speech. They don't give a fuck. It's not going to work. Mike fucking Singletary, who used to eat rocks, couldn't get through to his fucking players and the 49ers. Do you think Tim Tebow's good nature and motivational work ethic is going to fucking win him a Super Bowl? When the team they share the state with just won it and the other team, the Finns are on the rise. Come on, man. You guys need to get into fucking reality here. <laughs> this is a different. It's not only a different world. It's a different galaxy NFL from college. It's an absolute different galaxy. As put by a great coach, Jimmy Johnson. That's his saying. Different galaxy, not world. Like, <laughs> keep telling yourself it's not a fucking who you know, who knows you business. And uh, you keep telling yourselves that shit. There's a shitload of more people out there that's that should have been looked at or taken. Colin Kaepernick had a fucking put-together bullshit-ass workout. Which was all bullshit, media grab, money grab shit to settle with the NFL. We know what it was. People know what it was. Stephen A. Smith came out and said what it was. The issue is, why is he not getting a shot at playing wide receiver then? (laughs) Like, what's your excuse now? Tim Tebow's back at tight end. Why can't Kaepernick play fucking wide out? Safety. Much better athlete, more fluent. Looks more like a safety downhill runner. Hits you. Tebow ain't fucking hitting nobody. You want Tim Tebow, who's not very... He act like he's a 6'6 fucking freak. He's not Aaron Hernandez, man. (laughs) He ain't Gronk. You want fucking Tim Tebow on your fucking... From your Allstate commercials or whatever the fuck commercials he does. Heisman Trophy commercials. You want this motherfucker to go over the middle and grab a ball from a rookie quarterback. And get his ribs knocked out to win a football game. That's what you're depending on. Tim fucking Tebow to come out the booth in his tight ass t-shirt. And skinny jeans, who hasn't played a fucking snap in over eight years to win you the game and block fucking Jason Pierre Paul at tight end to win the game. (laughs) Oh my God. This isn't a feel good story time. This is the difference between college coaches not knowing and understanding the profession when they get into it. No knock. Urban Meyer's a great fucking coach. I think he's a top three college coach of all time. Right there with Pete Carroll and Nick Saban. But please understand, they fail when they go to the NFL having never coached in the NFL. See, Pete Carroll was an NFL guy. Jimmy Johnson never was an NFL guy but learned on the run and had some great mentors. 
Dave Weinstadt and fucking Bill Parcells. And he had a lot of people that he can lean on from his great Miami days, college days. So Urban's a little different situation. Urban wants it his way. He's going to try to do it his way. And you're going to hit the fence face first when you think that this is college or high school. It's a different galaxy, Jimmy Johnson said. Urban, just so we're clear, I want to make sure you're clear. So please understand that we'll see, man. <laughs> we're, I'm curious to see how this one plays out. But I really am not curious. I really can give a fuck less. My issue is there's a lot of fucking tight ends out there that don't have jobs that can be have that can have a job. And this motherfucker just took one. I'm not hating on him for taking it, but I know better. There's people that play the fucking position that should be playing the position. Not just some fucking media grab feel good story to get Jacksonville some fucking ink in the paper. That's what this is. If Tim Tebow makes their fucking squad at tight end, it would have to be the biggest slight to the 53rd cat that's cut ever in NFL in NFL history. Whoever that fucking last dude could get cut is, the 54th dude should be a fucking, like, I would try to sue Urban Meyer. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. That's some comical shit. But anyway, ah, oh man, funny. But back to mud ducks, all right? We got too many fucking mud ducks out here coaching. And why I say that is our inner city youth who control the population of the sport of football and basketball are being coached by mud ducks who couldn't, Attain or retain these players' attention if it were to save their life. But what do you know? Title of this show. But what do you know? We have them, and administrators continue to hire these motherfuckers at a high rate. These are people with PhDs and master degrees that continue to use search firms and lean on folks that have no dog in the fight. They don't know the pulse of the room. They have no idea what the needs and wants of these babies are. But we continue to hire these fucking mud ducks who look like fucking Kevin Spacey out here coaching our inner city 90% black teams and guess what? You parents out there and high school coaches out there who are also a lot of mud ducks aren't coaching the kids up. They're not teaching them how to be CEOs of themselves. And you guys are picking the first thing coming to you because they have a bomb uniform or locker room. How simple-minded, one-track-minded can you be, people? Wake the fuck up. Go do some research. Turn over rocks. Figure out the best situation for you and your kids. Go be the guy, not the 
other guy. Because guess what? You'll enter the fucking transfer portal in six months because you're not going to play there. You could have saved all that time and effort and money and did it the first time by researching some shit up. But you go play for these fucking mud ducks. A Kansas high school baseball coach calls his own fucking black players the N-word. And it's not even out there really on the news. But let a motherfucker like me who defends brothers and helps them move on. And loves on them. And cares on them. Have some fuck. Bullshit kid Who wanted some fucking media coverage Lie about a text Make national news And and makes that person Leave and resign And then faces eight felonies later (laughs) Hey either write something worth reading Or something worth writing about right Do something worth writing about I guess calling a bunch of black kids The N word is not worth writing about Wow, but a fucking tiger not being shot by police is. So mud ducks, my point is, we got a lot of these motherfuckers who could not walk into the home of a kid I coached. And we got motherfuckers playing for these dudes. And we got these dudes coaching our kids. And we hiring the same mud ducks year in and year out, people. You can't sit here and tell me that some of these coaches out here should be coaching our babies. There's a difference between hearing someone and listening. There's a rhetoric. There's propaganda. There's narratives. The mud duck sitting in a podium above 150 players at Let's just say Georgia, Kansas, LSU, wherever. They may look attentive and they may say, yes, sir. But they're just hearing you, man. They're hearing you. They're not listening. It's in one ear out the other because they're on scholarship at LSU. They're at scholarship at Kansas. Now, not Kansas now. I believe Lance Leopold's going to do great. But I'm just saying, Les Miles, they, listen, they didn't listen to him. They heard him. They heard him every day. Yeah, 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 yeah. They heard the 70-year-old fucking mud duck tell a bunch of kids, do this, do this, do this. And then when those kids still don't see success, they what? Question. And uh, first of all, they didn't believe in you anyway. Because we're hiring mud ducks to coach our kids when they have no engagement a little less you think they're going to play for them, a little less to run through a wall for them? They have no relationships with these kids. They have no idea where they're from. They don't know what it took to get here. They had no idea how they attained their lives, how they live through half the kids that make it, how they live to be 18 years old. You mud ducks don't even know how that is. But we're paying you millions to coach our babies when you don't even have a fucking clue what it takes for them to go to the next level and you can't get them where they could not get themselves. That's the cold, cold business we're in. 
of life, not just coaching. I see high school coaches, man, at big time programs, man. I was just looking at all these jobs open and I was seeing them and I was like, holy fuck, man. Look at this kid or this guy. He's like 37 and he looks like a fucking Charlie Weiss, John Candy combination. And you're coaching all these black kids who can be something. And they're not listening to you, man. They don't want to play for you. They just happen to be at the place you inherited. And it's not your fault to be a, look like a fucking mud duck, but your goddamn AD and president and principal sure, sure is their fault. They got doctorates. Go find people that understand the people who have to go out on the field and perform. Go find people that can understand the people that need to be taught how to live off the field so they don't get shot and killed and thrown in jail. Do you think these fucking mud ducks care when the kid leaves campus and goes across the street to Taco Bell and gets his fucking cat peeled because of a fucking issue that's happening in the streets? But you have no fucking clue that it exists. Because you live in Beverly Hills, you live in Phoenix, you live in Knoxville, or some affluent-ass fucking neighborhood that those things never crossed your mind. If you don't know what's happening around your kids, how can you ever understand what's happening in your kids? Another slapdick podcast, man. Be good. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance. For me, that's fine to God, man. I'm just telling you.